It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from the first one with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is the first one. I talk to the most iconic artists on the planet about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their life. We hear from all the A-list music stars like J Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland, who tell their stories about their first hits that took them to being overlooked to being overbooked. Join me every Thursday, only on Amazon Music. That's for my crazy day. My pack commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. (laughs) Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are locked on Bengals. Your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. A lot to get to today on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe to this podcast, audioboom.com, iTunes. Man, it's it's crazy because that if it's the offseason, right? But with the Adam Jones stuff and... So much uncertainty with the Bengals roster this year. I feel like it's going to be such an interesting offseason. And one of those reasons that that it's going to be such an interesting offseason is to see what the Bengals do with A.J. McCarron. Will they trade A.J. McCarron? Will they keep A.J. McCarron? I think smart money says that they trade him. And I heard from a a few people within the Bengals organization last year when I was saying, and and I said it on my blog, ESPN 1530 and 700WLW.com that the Bengals should trade A.J. McCarron. And they didn't last year, and they held on to him. And I get their logic, but I wanted him to make the move when Vikings quarterback Teddy Bridgewater got injured earlier in the year because I thought you were taking advantage of a desperate team with its back against the wall. They didn't do it. They held on to McCarron. So now, will they trade him? I'm not sure. I would assume they do. Everything I've heard would point that they do. And to talk more about that, Joe Goodberry coming up in about 60 seconds or so. But here's the thing with A.J. McCarron. I get those people that say you should keep A.J. McCarron. I get those people that say you should start A.J. McCarron over Andy Dalton. I may not agree with them, but I understand where they're coming from because at this point we know what Andy Dalton is. He's not a great quarterback. He's not a bad quarterback. He's a good quarterback. And yes, that can be enough to win a Super Bowl, but historically it's not. And in today's NFL, when it's all about the quarterback and quarterbacks are the best makeup and they can hide all the team's flaws and that's what they can do. If your quarterback isn't playing great, you're probably not making a Super Bowl run. There's exceptions. Denver last year, there's exceptions. You're going to name Baltimore back in 2000 or Tampa Bay. It's a different NFL now. So to me, the Bengals should always be in the market to upgrade quarterbacks. They should always consider drafting one. They should look at the top quarterbacks in this draft. Deshaun Watson, they should be looking at him. Other guys like that, the the kid out of North Carolina, Mitch Trubisky, they should look at him. The mid-round guys, they should look at him. And if for no other reason, it's simply because 
the A.J. McCarron factor. You drafted A.J. McCarron with a fifth-round pick, and now you're probably going to turn that fifth-round pick that's been a solid backup for you for two years, you're going to turn it into something better. And quarterbacks are commodities. They're worth a lot. And now A.J. McCarron, you're probably going to cash in his value for more than he cost you. That, to me, as an NFL organization, has to be important. And Joe is on the line now, at Joe Goodberry on Twitter. Joe, let's discuss A.J. McCarron. I appreciate you joining me, as always. Let's start with A.J. He's been on the team for three years, on the active roster for two. What have you seen from the Bengals' backup quarterback? Yeah, and that actually is a good point that he's only been on the active roster for two because that extends uh, how many years it takes him to to hit free agency. He'll be a restricted free agent after four years. I think any team looking to trade for him will look at that and say, okay, we have two more cheap years with him. Now, you probably extend him if you, if you do uh, – if you do trade for him, but at the same time, it should keep his, his cap number low for the next couple of years. Uh, having said that, we didn't get to see him at all this year. Uh, Andy Dalton took every single snap at quarterback and, and threw every pass from, from quarterback. For the, it's one of the first times, I think it might be the first time in his career that Dalton did. And, uh, you know, it, it, where McCarron goes, you kind of also think about Dalton and his durability because you have to consider the backup quarterback and, value it where do, you, where do you value the backup quarterback on a hopefully playoff team next year uh, it has some it has some value to it but at the same time now is the time to strike and trade him away uh while the value is decent while you maybe you can get a second round pick for him I, it sounds like they want a little bit more this seems like a buyer's market though if you're if you're paying attention to the rest of the league you could have tony romo out there you could have jimmy garoppolo that's also trade bait you could have guys like Mike Glennon, who apparently a few teams may like. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick could be up there if you need a stopgap kind of guy. Not that I'm saying he's better, but I think teams will have some options this year. And uh, Just focusing on McCarron's play, I would think if you're another team, you look at Dalton and you say, he can be a lot like Dalton. I think they're very similar in strengths and weaknesses, how they operate, uh, want to get the ball out quick. Not necessarily the strongest arm. I'm speaking of McCarron because I think Dalton's arm is a little bit better than McCarron's. Uh, but accuracy-wise, they're okay. They're decent. They're going to keep your offense on time. They're going to keep everything going. You can you can really evaluate the rest of your team when you have a consistent guy at quarterback. And I think McCarron can be that. Uh, Upside-wise, I don't know if he's ever going to be a top 10 or 12 quarterback, that kind of guy. A lot of people say say he has the it factor. If you are into that thing, if you believe that's real, I think that that has some value. Um, I don't know what the Bengals will get for him. At the same time, I, I don't know if it'll even be a second round pick. I I consider a a pick that's maybe a third rounder that can maybe if he goes to the playoffs or start all sixteen games and it has a great year, maybe it can convert into a first rounder next year. Either way, I think the Bengals are in position to move him. It sounds like they will move him at some point this year as long as the offer is right. Joe, what do you say to the fans that say that the Bengals should not only keep him, but they should replace Andy Dalton with A.J. McCarron in the starting lineup? I say I get it. I I understand that you want to try something else at quarterback because at times I do too. I'm I'm also interested in what else is out there. If there's a potential upgrade at quarterback, uh, the Bengals drafted McCarron. They know exactly what he is. Uh, if they trade him away and stick with Dalton, I, we kind of have to trust that that they know who he is and who Dalton is and feel Dalton's the better player. Because uh, I, I get it. I wouldn't be opposed to drafting a quarterback that could challenge Dalton. So if you're saying McCarron is already that guy, 
I could listen to that argument. Joe, and this isn't something the Bengals are going to do, but if you are, if you do think that McCarron can be close to what Andy Dalton is, which to me, Andy Dalton is an average starting NFL quarterback, which is still really good, probably top 15, top 20 quarterback. If A.J. McCarron can be that and Andy Dalton has more trade value, what would you say to a fan that said, well, consider trading Andy and keeping A.J.? I would say do you feel like this team is close enough to make a run back at the playoffs and or Super Bowl? If you feel like they're close enough to do that, I don't want to take a risk at quarterback. Uh, we know what we have in Dalton, and we know we can at least get into the playoffs. And if you surround him with premium talent and get a good enough coaching staff and all those other factors where they seem like they've had chances in, in every other year in the last five, six years, then I would say if you stay with Dalton and you you try and take a pick for McCarron and, and use that to, to, again, support your quarterback. Maybe that's a wide receiver or running back in the second round. Now, if you say, uh, we're not, I'm not really sure they are close, they're not going to attack free agency. Uh, they're not going to play the rookies even if they do draft them. I could listen to that argument and say, okay, then maybe you do take the pick for, for Dalton and dangle him out there and try and get a higher pick for him and say, we're going to see what is, available at quarterback, whether that be, you know, not only starting McCarron, but keep an eye on the draft at the same time, because there is still some unknown with McCarron. He only started that last handful of games in 2015 and he was okay. He wasn't great. I don't think he was, I don't think that five games is enough to say, I'm going to put my franchise in his hands. Now that's also the same argument and same question. Many teams are going to going to have when they look at McCarron and say, is he going to be our guy? I don't think anybody is trading McCarron at being sure he's their guy. But at the same time, I didn't think the Texans would give $100 million to Brock Osweiler <laughs> as their guy. So things happen, and crazier scenarios have happened. Uh, but if it's me, I'm sticking with Dalton, and I'm trying to get a pick from McCarron. One last McCarron question for you, Joe. Let's say the Bengals take and, and do what Tampa Bay did this past year, which is keep their quarterback around that's set to free, hit free agency. You mentioned Mike Glennon. He was there in a contract year. They could have traded him. They didn't. And now the Bengals in that same situation. If A.J. McCarron is the Bengals' backup quarterback next season, what would be your, your thoughts on that if the Bengals decide to keep him? I would I would think that it, without you know knowing exactly the details, I would think that they didn't get the offer they thought they would. Uh, that the musical, the, the the songs ended, the musical chairs, and there was still there was no seat open for McCarron, and there was no spot for him. And they said, "Well, we're not going to take a fourth round pick. We're not going to take a, a late third round pick. We'll just keep McCarron because if Dalton does get hurt, at least we can sustain most of our level of play on offense." If they do that, I would understand it. And like I said, they also have another. They have him as a restricted free agent after year four because he missed that first year. So you can really potentially keep him for two years if it was the Bengals if they wanted to. Uh, having said that, I, I do think this is the prime time to trade him. I thought last offseason would have been two. You may have even gotten a little bit more last year. It sounded like they did get an offer, a second and a fourth. I think Dave Lapham uh, uh, said that a couple of weeks ago. If that was the case, you would assume they can get something close to that this year. That's Joe Goodberry on Twitter, at Joe Goodberry. He will join us tomorrow to talk about the Bengals' defensive line and our season in review podcast continues. And then after that, it's draft time. And I will say this. Everyone projects that the Bengals are going to trade A.J. McCarron for draft picks. What if they trade him to a team that needs a quarterback for a position player? 
I've tossed around the idea of a Will Fuller with with Houston because A.J. McCarron has a low salary this season. They could give up a, a pick or Will Fuller, and then they could cut Brock Osweiler after this year and take that money to pay A.J. McCarron, give him an extension. To me, if you're the Texans, you want a quarterback that you can use right away. That's why they went after Brock Osweiler because that team's ready to win now. I think that would be a good fit for A.J. McCarron. Obviously, there's a bunch of fits. You could speculate that, that Cleveland would be interested. Some of these other teams would be interested. Who knows? But I will say this. As far as the Bengals go this offseason, and, and like the Adam Jones things, for example, the Bengals need to upgrade. The Bengals need to upgrade at every position they can upgrade at. And one way to do that is to clear money and to use that money elsewhere. So, so for example, Adam Jones is going to cost them nearly $7 million. Why not, when the new league year starts, if you can save that money, cut him, move on from the headache, and apply that to your free agents, or apply that to Deshaun Jackson, or apply that to a pass rusher, or, or apply that to someone that can help your team. Think about it. Could you imagine if they let Drake Kirkpatrick walk younger in his prime to keep Adam Jones around, who's causing all these off-the-field issues? I want the Bengals to get better any way possible so they have the best starting lineup in that they could possibly have. The best 22 guys that are starting. That, that's what I want. And the way they do that, one way, is to trade A.J. McCarron. And whether that's for a player or a pick, that pick could end up being a starting running back or a replacement for Russell Bodine or a replacement for Cedric Abwehi or a pass rusher or a wide receiver that can stretch the field. To me, any of those things are more important than the backup quarterback. I actually got a tweet a couple weeks ago that said that you're only as good as your backup quarterback. And that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. The dumbest thing I've ever heard. You realize that this team, yes, they had to rely on A.J. McCarron. They had no chance to win a Super Bowl. None with A.J. McCarron. There was zero chance the Bengals were winning a Super Bowl with that great roster with A.J. McCarron. If your starting quarterback gets hurt, you're not winning the Super Bowl. Period. People throw out the Derek Carr. Eh, okay. Last year, Denver. You think Denver wins with Brock Osweiler? He was okay because he had a great roster and a great defense, great running game, great wide receivers. They would not have won the Super Bowl. They wouldn't have gotten past Brady. It was Manning who was just good enough, but he was certainly better than Brock Osweiler. A.J. McCarron, if you have to turn to him, you might be able to stay afloat, but you aren't going to win a Super Bowl. I don't know if you can win one with Andy. I think maybe if everything goes right, so, yes, that's why you trade A.J. So Andy's life can be a lot easier because he has a better offensive line or a better running game or a better deep threat or the defense has a better pass rush. Yeah, that's why you move your backup quarterback. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast on Twitter, at Locked on Bengals, at James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast tomorrow. Like I said, Joe Goodberry will be back on the phone to talk about the Bengals' defensive line, and our season in review continues, and then we'll dive into the draft. It's Senior Bowl week. I'm letting the Senior Bowl play out, and then you'll start to get some Bengals draft talk next week. I can't wait. It's my favorite time of year. And by the way, let's let's look at the countdown here. I have a – well, it, it got deleted. Someone deleted my countdown we're like 90 days away from the draft, 92 days away, something like that. 93, 93 days away from the NFL draft. 
We will have a ton of coverage between now and then right here on the Locked on Bengals podcast. Subscribe, iTunes, audioboom.com. And until next time, I'm James Erpine. Thank you for listening to the Locked on Bengals podcast. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wildcard exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.